Do you feel like you're running life through the motions day after day? Do you feel sluggish with little energy to be able to spend time with your family? Do you feel like you're just not living up to your full potential? What if I told you you could transform your life through mindset and movement? Here on the Ecala podcast, you'll be inspired, be motivated, and be able to take action to become that best version of yourself. The Ecala podcast is for those who want the opportunity to better themselves through health and wellness. Here you'll learn tips from experts in their field, hear inspirational stories to help uncover your full potential. Now, are you ready to transform your life? So we're back with Jason Clark. We were on a previous episode where we talked about his journey with fitness and how it's led him up to doing a Spartan Ultra Beast. Um, So welcome back, Jason. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's great to be back. We last left off with you talking about you incorporating fitness every day, even though you didn't want some days you didn't want to go out there and work out. Can you uh, summarize uh, what, what you had said? Yeah, basically, um, when you don't feel like doing it, that's when you need to do it the most. Uh, no, that's a little that's a little uh, uh, quick, but um, but yeah, it comes basically the the trap I fell into was waiting until I felt motivated or conditions were just right or or I didn't feel tired. Um, and and what I realized was motivation comes from comes from doing, uh, not from from waiting uh, or thinking about things, and so sticking with it and keeping after it and, and seeing those results and, and, and being in motion and taking action was what motivated me, you know, over time. And so there's not going to be a perfect time or a perfect place. You just need to get out there and do it. Perfect. Just, just show up and do it. Love it. Yeah. And the rest will figure itself out. <laughs> yes. So before we get into learning more about your run, uh, we have a little hang loose segment. It's where we just ask you a random question from a card that I pick. So if just have fun with it, just whatever comes to mind, it doesn't matter. There's no right answer. So I got one here. Okay. So if you had to teach a class on one thing, what would you teach? Uh, that's a really great question. I think I think I would try to share my experiences because I'm probably not qualified to teach this stuff, but teach my teach folks what I learned and experienced about active coping skills and how you can use them during endurance uh, and other events. Um, and how important your mental resilience um, and your psychology play into your athletic performance. Mm, wow. Okay, so let's go right into it then because... You must have had this going through your recent uh, ultra Spartan beast. Yeah. So, okay. So tell me about the Spartan beach uh, beast. I'm sorry. How long is it? And when was it? Where was it at? And how was it? <laughs> how did it go? Yeah, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you all about it. So um, Spartan ultra world championships Jeez. in uh, Telluride, uh, Colorado. So, Athletes from all over the world, obstacle racing athletes from all over the world came to Telluride on the week of October 10th to compete in the 24-hour endurance event in the mountains. So the, the race, uh, as it said, 24 hours long, um, and 34 miles was the minimum 
to qualify as a finisher. And along the way, they had to go through about 96 obstacles, uh, which consist of um, rope climbs, um, monkey bars, sandbag bucket carries, a uh, variety of uh, a whole variety of ob different obstacles to um, uh, to get through. And so there was a single 13 and a half mile loop, and then you had to complete three additional six mile loops. Um, okay. 33, 34 uh, miles. Wow. And so that was in the um, Telluride Mountains. You might recognize them from the Coors uh, beer can um, that was visible there. So the, the scenery was absolutely uh, spectacular. It's in late October. Yeah. Colors were turning. It was gorgeous. Um, and so uh, started at 10 a.m. and then didn't finish until 8 a.m. the next day. So uh, about 22 hours on the course. Wow. 22 hours. Yeah. Yeah. Up to 10,000 feet? Yeah, about 10,000 feet of elevation gain. Yeah, 96 obstacles, 30-something miles, 22 hours, at below freezing temperatures, up to about 13,000 feet elevation. So there was, the air was really thin. You couldn't catch your breath. Dark I mean, half of it. Uh, it training must have been... I mean, to, to make those conditions similar to the training conditions, similar to the actual van, it must've been not close. Yeah. Well, what I did is I actually went to mission peak here in Fremont, California, mm -hmm. uh, and did a bunch of third couple 30 mile hikes. And that actually um, was pretty similar to rain. It was substantial, okay. but, um, that was probably the best training I think. Was it? Okay. So I guess more the mental part is is the one that's and the and also the 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 weather conditions and changes it up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh yeah, being on uh unfamiliar territory. And I as you know, I had a shoulder injury and uh and a tendonitis tendinosis injury um in my ankle and when I was training uh, a couple months before the race, I couldn't do any obstacles and I could I could hardly walk. And so you know, working with you, we were able to to rectify a lot of that. And but I, like I said, I cut my training volume in half, which seems counterintuitive, but it was necessary in order to um, to heal up. And I I came to the realization in preparation for this that, you know, I'd gone the distance, and I know I can do the obstacles, but the real challenge is going to be uh, inside your own mind when it's three in the morning and it's freezing cold and it's dark and you just want to go home. You know, yeah. you can do all the push-ups and all the running and all the conditioning in the world, but if you don't have your mind right, then then that that's really what makes the difference on those long distances. Mm -hmm. So, how do you prepare for that then? How do you with that? You said you would teach that self coping. How did you train for it leading up to it, or did you not? That's a, that's a that's a great question. I I came upon a book called Building the Elite. And it has a whole section in there on uh, psychological resilience. Um, so I use techniques like uh, segmenting, where you break things down into smaller pieces. So it could be just one more step, just one more obstacle. Mm -hmm. and, and so what that does is it reinforces you not quitting each time you hit one of your segments. So it's kind of like shorter goals. Like, I'm yeah. like well, sometimes it was like, I'm just going to take two more steps. Mm-hmm. And then you take two more steps and you go, I'm just going to take yeah. two more steps or I'm just going to get to the next obstacle. So you, instead of thinking about the whole race, mm -hmm. all you're thinking about is what's next or what I'm doing right now. Yeah. So that, that helps. 
I also used uh, compartmentalization as a great one where you just think about what you need to do right now. So a lot of people, you, know, you might be thinking, worried about upcoming obstacles. And I just tell myself, well, right now I'm just walking. So all I need to do about worry about right now is hiking. Don't mm-hmm. think about what's coming next. And don't think about. Because mm-hmm. that'll psych yourself up too. It'll yeah. psych yourself out. Like, uh, yeah, you, mm-hmm, I see that. Another one was uh, mantras. I used a lot of mantras, quit tomorrow, you know, where you just repeat a phrase or a song lyric. Yeah. Repeat song lyrics, car wash song to myself over and over and over again, like whatever it is. When it gets really tiring, you just, you can kind of just mentally repeat the same thing, quit tomorrow, not today. So you, you definitely were focused, it sounds like, but was there times where, I mean, did you think of other things like your family or? Oh, yeah. Um, remember what I did tell you? I was like, just remember, I said before you go, like, remember about the people like you're representing, like here in Fremont, you know, Mission Peak Spartan. Like, absolutely use that because you're 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 representing, you're the only person I know. I asked, like, who else is going with you to compete? You're like, I'm the only one, but like, that's that's a huge, like, people are like, I spent the whole weekend thinking about you because I was in Dallas at that time, and uh, I know we it was that same weekend, but. Yeah. Um, no, and I appreciate I appreciate the reaches out and, and the checking in. No, I thought about my wife and kids. I thought about you know my trainers and you and um, all the people that were rooting for me that helped me get ready for this. I definitely thought about that. I really also really just didn't give myself any any room to like think about to think about quitting or or giving up. I thought about you know everybody who's counting on me, who's rooting. For yeah. Me. Absolutely thought about that. So did you not think at all? You did not think at all of giving up? I just told myself I'm going to make it through this if I have to like crawl. Like, I mean, you did it. I mean, is through. yeah. I mean, 20, you did 22 hours, right? Something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, I mean, there's, there's people out there that don't finish, right? Yeah. I got eighth place in my age group after 22 hours, which tells me that a lot of people didn't finish Two hours before the deadline got yeah i mean it, it's you did it I, that's unbelievable so so a lot of those techniques helped you get through like were you alone the whole time no i actually formed a scratch group so i went by myself but um i ran into some people one guy was turning around to quit right as he was coming up the first hill on the first hour so oh, we, really we turned that guy around and we formed oh. sort of ad hoc uh group uh-huh. and i think that was another thing we all kind of swore that we would stick together and uh finish it together we only lost uh we only lost one person out of that group because of medical reason oh um but yeah we all made it together how many how many there was me and three other three other people wow yeah we just kind of came together and um and stuck it out but yeah i mean there were definitely times where like my fruit my food froze in my backpack because it was so cold uh because you don't sleep at all right all um you know on that last loop like like you can see all the hotel rooms and all the resort and everything right there Mm -hmm. um i mean there are times when i was just i was hungry i was shaking because it was so cold you're out you can't catch your breath because you know the air is thin and i would come to obstacles and i'm just like feel like for 18 20 hours that you just don't have anything left like it's just too hard and i would just throw myself at these obstacles and lo and behold, like, yeah, you can, you can still do it when 
you feel like you've got nothing left and when and when you're shaking from cold and and when you know you're hungry and tired and you haven't slept like you can still do it your body human body is an amazing thing like it's all in your it's all in your mind yeah a lot of it so you would teach that the mental toughness i mean you're a perfect example of someone that is continuing to test the limits i mean you from you know back in 2016 you you started with you know being able to only tolerate two personal training sessions a week 30 minute sessions yeah and i was, I was like oh gosh i don't know if i can keep with this <laughs> so you and we've had conversations about this that you're you could keep on testing the limits and you're just like okay well i hit it so what's next so that's why you've been able to progress to this level yeah and you show up you continue to show up yeah yeah and um yeah it's, it's just inspiring to see I mean, even uh, being able to work with you, is, it's, I've been grateful. I, I've enjoyed working with you. Oh, I mean, first it was for your show. Uh, no, first it was for your foot more, mostly like in low back, like we really worked on your foot because you had said before about like how difficult it was. <laughs> okay. So going down your steps, your own steps at home were really painful, yeah. but to, to go be able to tackle this mountain, I mean, that's completely different from your house. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and that's, that's why I'm just so grateful to you and, um, you know, all the trainers that, that have helped me along the way. I'm, I'm the opposite of a self-made man. I only did that because I stand on the shoulders of, of everybody else who, who lifted me up. Well, yeah, with, with your trainers, everyone you work with, you really spend time to invest in yourself and really to kind of basically try to do it the, the best way you can. Possible, even I mean, we went from your foot and then started to work on your shoulder, and I, I was getting a little worried, like, because even just hanging, yeah, you were getting pain, just hanging, yeah. And we made some modifications, even there's some nerve tension, and um, but I was happy to see you progress because remember you were like, okay, okay, you're like holding it, and then we're counting how long does it take for you to start feeling it, and it was like be less than a minute. Yeah. So for you to be able to have to do these obstacles, I'm like, man, we got, you have to get better yeah. for 22 hours of, uh, running and, uh, you know, hiking and, um, doing these obstacles. So. Yeah. Yeah. I would, it's, it's, it's awesome how, um, you know, how it came together and, and sometimes, you know, one thing I learned is that the answer is not always harder. The answer is not always doing more. You know, sometimes the answer is, is taking a step back and um focusing on on the things that are um that are constraining you like those shoulder injuries you know like those foot injuries sometimes the way to to boost your performance or or to, to go to the next level is not double your training volume or work out harder sometimes it's actually you know taking a step back and letting people help you in, in areas work on things that are holding you back um you know is also you know mm -hmm. important Kind of just train smarter because yeah, from what you've already experienced, I mean, your our bodies can push it, push it to limits that we would never think possible. So we can get to that far range where we're pushing it too much, just because I mean, you've tested it already. I mean, you continue to test the boundaries. So yeah, so just train a little bit smarter and just get advice from people that uh, can uh, help you. Yeah, and and sometimes it could mean doing things that like uh, you don't want to, you know, necessarily or excited about sometimes it's not fun to cut back on training or to you know focus on rehabilitation but um you have to listen to the experts and the people that you know that, that they're there to help you yeah well you said in the other podcast you like that the challenge you said something about um being able to test the limits 
So like right now, like with that, that, that latest run in, in October, why did you really want to do that? Was it a different reason or was it a similar reason? I think it's a, just a continuation of, um, you know, trying to just push it to, you know, take it to, you know, whatever the next step is. I didn't start out with a master plan of someday I'm going to do, you know, this. I, if you had asked me in 2016, I would have said you're nuts. If, you know, I, I, you know, I, I could do that. But um, I think it's just keeping going and, and you, you keep progressing. And I, I think part of it is a little bit of Kaizen, like a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. You know, mm-hmm. Don't underestimate the power of like compounding progress, incremental progress. Because, uh, you know, if you put your head down and keep going, eventually you look your, take your head up and look around and you might be surprised where. Enjoy the moment. Take a look at that moment where you, yeah, where you've been. Yeah. It doesn't matter how fast you get there. I mean, really probably the slower, the better, but you're going to get there. So you just continue to show up. You've been a perfect example of that. So what I want to ask you is, um, well, really, so you've, you've done this run. I don't know if you've done another run recently, but what's next for you? Uh, that's a great question. I've got a, I've got a beast coming up in March in San Luis Obispo. Okay. Um, and one of the, (laughs) one of the, uh, the women I met on the, on the ultra world championships, she recently completed the Spartan, uh, death race. I don't know if you ever heard of that. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, about three days, uh, nonstop of, um, of that kind of activity. So she just, she was 16 people started and she was one of two people who completed about a 72 hour event. And so no way. I'm so you're eyeing that. That's something I've been <laughs> thinking about. You're thinking about, wow, you're, you're, you're about ready to go to the Navy SEALs. <laughs> <laughs> Too old. <laughs> we missed it, but uh, you're basically doing it right now. Same stuff. <laughs> I, think, I bet they use a lot. Of, I bet, I bet they use a lot of those same, same tools that, that that's actually some components for sure. The elite, that book that I mentioned is actually um, geared towards candidates who are interested in that sort of thing. And so, that's where I borrowed a lot of that, that knowledge. from. Mm-hmm. Now, how, how does this related to relate to like all your working out your training? How has that related to your family life? Um, I, I actually, I think it's been, I think it's been really, really positive just because the kids have gotten to see like the whole, you know, the whole journey and they're, they're really excited about, you know, um, we set up a kind of a little home gym in the garage. And so, um, you know, my, my, one of the daughters did uh, girls on the run, which is a great program for girls. You know, I, she was inspired by, you know, some of the stuff that she's seen me do. They, they're always trying to get in there and play, you know, work with the dumbbells and the TRX and get on the rowing machine, and all that stuff. And so, um, so I think, I think it's been, I think it's been, um, I think it's been really positive. I'm really glad that they got to, to see that. My hope is that it can influence them later in life. Some of that will yeah, you're really showing them the example. That's awesome. So, so for someone that was maybe in your shoes in 2000, like how you were in 2016, having these chronic aches and pains, um, less motivated to work out, but they maybe want to start doing something. Is there advice that you would give this person to on how to start? Just any advice? Yeah. My advice would be to, um, to start with something uh, small. 
And and with with your primary goal of being uh, to adhere to whatever it is that that you're that you choose to start out with. So it could be as simple as marching in place for 15 minutes every day while I watch TV. It doesn't have to be. And in fact, the bigger and the more big change you try to make, mm-hmm. in a short amount of time, the less likely it is that you'll succeed. You'll see a lot more benefits doing something small and simple that you stick with, and then. Uh, and then build on that. Don't you know? Don't go for something big, transformative, in, in a short amount of time. Find small steps that you can take that are right for you. And then I guess the other thing is um, find an excuse to do it and just keep going. And and you'll be amazed at where you might end up. You know, down the road, great big things are built on little things. Right? Mm-hmm. Building is made of bricks, right? So I just build it one brick at a time. Right. And, and, and build on your success. Perfect. Well, thank you, Jason. I mean, even the advice that you gave now, even with the, um, the self-coping, a lot of those techniques, even it relates to fitness, but also just real life with everything that we do. So it's, that's really good advice. So, well, thank you so much, Jason. I, I'm looking forward to seeing what's up with your next adventure, that three-day race um who knows but you continue to test that limit and um you're a true inspiration to me and i'm sure so much others your family and everyone that you surround yourself with so keep it up what what you're doing so love it thank you again jason for coming on look forward to catching up with you later thank you so much for listening but wait we want to keep you updated and continue to be inspired and motivated Follow us on our Instagram page at Ecola Strong. We'll see you on the next episode.